Hello, this is Sanjay Singh Negi, and you all are listening to my very first podcast, and uh, this is called "I Got Something to Say." In today's episode, we'll be talking about the coronavirus pandemic that is hurting almost all humans in this world, directly or indirectly, in some form, and. Uh, I'm here in Austin, Texas right now and I've been on a lockdown for almost 2 weeks and I've been working from home so that is fine for me but a lot of people who were working in restaurant industry tourism who were doing labor intensive work which cannot be done from home they have pretty much lost their jobs or they are at the point where they are scared to death that they might lose their job any day so today we will be talking about a few things like how did we get here and uh, what wrong things were done along this path and is there a bright future for us so this all started back in 2019 on the fourth quarter of 2019 when uh, it was first case zero was discovered in wuhan province of china and uh, they said that it came from bats so possibly the person was consuming the bats that were infected with this covid-19 virus or chinese virus or wuhan virus or novel covid or coronavirus whichever you may prefer to call it that's at user's discretion they got this virus into one person and uh, this virus it just multiplied itself very rapidly and soon they had to lock down the whole wuhan province of china and surprisingly it was also the time frame of around january or february when the china was celebrating its chinese new year and a lot of chinese people who live all over the world they went back to their homes and uh, they celebrated the new year and then they came back to their respective residential countries and uh, now this is where the problem really got messed up because with all these tourists flocking in to all over the world especially like tourist destination countries like europe italy united states australia these countries started seeing their first cases of this virus so what did the governments do when they see the first cases of this virus a lot of governments started to just stop their flights from china a lot of the governments they tried to ignore this thing totally like just ignoring it because they thought that it was just a flu and uh, what was the united states doing around that time basically uh, if you follow the united states politics then you would know that it was the time when nancy pelosi and chuck schumer had uh raised the impeachment hearings on president trump so which is pretty sick that trump was instead of devoting the whole time of white house towards battling this virus to the device new plans the white house was basically stuck to fight the impeachment hearings and that's the time we lost and it was a very critical timeline because had it been any other time then this virus could have been caught at a very early stage but it did not happen and soon the impeachment trial which was just a hoax another 
witch hunt by the Democrats to the Republican president. It ended. And then now finally, everyone was started to focus on this new thing, the Chinese virus, because it was now affecting a lot of lives all over the world. And uh, with the very first few cases, we banned a lot of flights coming from China and then we moved to ban flights to Europe and a lot of countries other than and slowly like we just totally banned all the international flights from most of the countries in this world. So you can clearly see that there has been a huge amount of uh, I would say ignorance and uh, ill demeanor or I would say ill will from some folks that could have prevented the rise of this virus but it just falls in so perfectly that you get this virus which is not that deadly that you would it's not deadly to the extent of like ever, anyone who gets it would die or become a zombie it's deadly because it spreads very fast first and then it has a incubation period of 14 days which means for around two weeks you won't see any symptoms and you won't know that you have this virus and you would be just walking around but other people would start catching it because of you and it has a rate of transmission of 2.5 or something which means that every person that gets affected with this virus would at least transmit it to two people at this rate at after 10 cycles of this there would be like thousands of people that would be affected with this virus and at this stage when I'm, at the time of this recording there are around 200,000 cases in the United States alone and a million cases of this virus in the whole world and that's not accounting to large number of cases that might have not been reported because of the huge income inequality that we face in this world so a lot of in the beginning a lot of people who were rich, who were travelers, who they got affected and uh, people did freak out with this, but it didn't freak out the government that much because they continued all the operations, they didn't lock down all the travels. Like if some, for example, if someone had traveled to your country from China or from Italy or from Germany, which were like the hot spots of this virus in there, you should have like isolated them for a few days, but it did not happen at a very early stage. So fast forward to today, now we are at a stage when we are just all only predicting that what day or time would we get the peak of this virus attack. Like when would be that this virus would be at its peak and then from there onwards it would start descending. A lot of estimates have been made and for Texas they, uh, they say that around May 1st that's when this virus would start descending. And uh, for other states it, it's basically depending upon your geographic location where you are is you have the best time to stay at home it depends on that but i would say just stay at home don't go outside and uh, practice social distancing as much as you can and uh, after that about the mortality rate of this virus so 
a lot of you might have heard that this virus has a mortality rate of 1%, uh, which is 10 times as much as the common cold. But look at this. Okay. They're calculating the mortality rate by number of deaths divided by the total number of cases multiplied by 100, which does make sense for if the event of this pandemic had already happened and we had a final number of, let's say, X deaths in Y cases. But as we are exploring this thing, as we are struggling towards this, as we are fighting this virus, and as this is all happening live in front of our eyes, I don't personally think that 1% is going to be the final number because if you see there are right now, uh, let's say 6,000 deaths in the United States and six, another 6,000 people recovered from this virus and uh, let's say uh, 180,000 people were um, are still just got diagnosed like maybe a few weeks ago and they haven't like heard back whether they're gonna live or die basically so that way you would say that of the total closed cases that there are then the mortality rate could be like 50 percent uh, you'll have to give a deep thought on this and we won't be knowing this number it could be anywhere between one percent to 25 percent let's say the danger of this virus because i've seen we've seen that in countries like italy it has risen to like around 10 percent at a time and uh, it's still not rescinding or going down right now so that's all about what we are facing today and let's talk about is there a possible future so this is very interesting because uh, we learned from the president that there's a medicine that was that treated measles called is isopropyl fentanyl something like that and uh, they said that it has a capability of treating this virus as well which a lot of patients tried it and then they succeeded and that's when like after a lot of like clinical trials and a lot of people testing on themselves or hearing from news outlets and like what first-hand experience was people who recovered by taking this medicine that president said okay this is good but then everyone started going other way around like it's just crazy that whatever president says trump people have to just criticize it irrespective of what the scientific background of that fact is and it just makes you stick to the stomach that even at this time of pandemic when the whole world needs to unite people are still finding their political interests above the virus and everyone wants to cash in right now like for example bernie sanders he would want medicare for all because to be honest this is the high time that people understand or people feel the need of this medicare for all because you cannot fight such kind of pandemic next time without having proper medicinal backup for yourself 
and for this whole country or for this whole world. So Bernie Sanders has a very strong point right now, but it depends on if he'll be able to cash in because Joe Biden is saying that he's not even willing to do the democratic debate and he wants all the ballots to be casted online and all this sick shit. So it's really crazy what's happening right now, but I'm pretty sure that a lot of people out there who are actually genuinely fighting for us, like the doctors, the nurses, and uh, the scientists who are every day fighting hard to create a cure for this and create a vaccine in record time, who are spending sleepless nights to battle this, the software engineers who are trying to provide the technological solutions to track down this virus to create uh, some colonies where it's highly contingent so that we can uh, we can just close them out and just seclude them from the rest of society you know just to be, be sure that we are practicing the social distancing like, these are the real fighters that are fighting for us so there's a genuinely a lot of hope but at the same time we should not feel that we don't have to do anything to fight this like it's our utmost responsibility that no matter what kind of gym freak you are what kind of outdoorsy person you are how extrovert you are to like stop for a few days or a few months or a few weeks and stay home i cannot stress this enough how important it is for everyone to stay home because a lot of people like me are staying home but a lot of people like others are going out for walks to pet their dogs and stuff like that so i'm not saying it's not it's anti but let's do it at only those situations when it's compulsory like you cannot live without it you know like let's only go out in very very risky situations when you cannot stay inside for like another five minutes and in that way everyone would feel find that space and hopefully we can if we can stop the spread of this virus for a few weeks then it will definitely die down and we'll all be able to go out once again just like before so with that positive note in mind that it's not forever and uh, we can fight this with our human spirit i would say goodbye and um, that was all i got to say so talk to you later guys and i would try to keep this you know weekly so if you have any suggestions you can search i m s s n e g i anywhere on google facebook instagram twitter whatever you use and uh, find me and uh, text me tweet me or email me or something like or reply to me i would definitely like to hear what you have to say about 